If you're interested in supporting this podcast, just go to patreon.com under Jason Gallant. Today I'm going to talk to you about a little game that the ego can play from time to time. And uh, it has been an incredible source of entertainment for me. (laughs) And uh, you'll understand the context in a moment. But the fact is the ego, when it is not run by the heart, because you can't get away from the ego, you're always going to have an identity. You're always going to have an ego. It's just a matter, is the heart running the show and is the ego reborn in every moment? Or is the ego constantly trying to build on top of itself, almost like trying to build its resume so it has this concrete structure of what it is? So it's not pliable, it's not um, able to flow with the changes of life. That's, that's, That's a great way to put it. It's not able to flow and say, okay, well, who cares about who's right? Who cares about information? Who cares about what my history is? What is, is more important than what was. That there could be a good mantra of when the ego is run by the heart instead of the ego saying, hey, I, I know that this happened or this was, so that means this is, right? Uh, it's, the ego is always trying to imprint the past upon the present. Whereas the heart knows that the present is the absolute. The past is just a hall of mirrors, if you will. It's, it's just a bunch of thoughts, it's memories, but it's not necessarily based on truth because it's based on the perception that you had at the time. So the way to escape this history or the way to escape the myriad thoughts that are in your mind is to come back to here. So one way to realize where you may be stuck, and uh, some of you may be absolutely totally free, (laughs) but if you notice that the ego is trying to climb itself back into rebuilding itself, in a very s- strong stone fortress of some sort, something you'd see in, in Mordor, in Lord of the Rings or something, <laughs> it, you, you could see where, the, where your identity, you know, it might be the writer, that might be the better word, not the writer word, but the better word, your identity starts to use people and environments before it in order to consolidate itself. This means your ego's trying to establish power again. It's, uh, it's saying, I wish to be this, and now I need all of these people to perceive, or all of these uh, aspects of my life to confirm this. And the ego tries to build this up. It tries to create an argument to justify that it is just this one thing. And if that one thing has any limitation, it cannot be the truth, because who you are is unlimited, you are vast, you are immortal, you are part of the great oneness, right? And this becomes an experience at some point when you are free from the identity, which is very limited. It may have very pretty pictures of what it is, but it's always limited. There's always a limitation. There's a a polarity there, a dark and a light, a good and a bad. So one way this has become very apparent to me, and you could call this almost like spiritual martial arts, Because, you know, (laughs) a lot of you don't know me personally, and some of you do, but uh, I'm always making people mad. I'm always pissing people off. I'm always (laughs) antagonizing people, not on purpose, but it just naturally happens. Because what happens is when someone comes along and tries to consolidate their ego by using 
Me, somehow, I just don't play the game. It's kind of like playing tug-of-war with somebody and they just let go of the rope. <laughs> and it creates an immense amount of frustration because the ego has all these defense mechanisms and says, no, no, you must be enslaved by my idea. You must be enslaved. And the ego keeps on coming back and over and over and over again and says, you must be, you must be. So the ego enslaves. But really, when you stop playing the game of the other egos around you, as well as your own, it starts to... to entertain the possibility of a doorway of freedom for everyone involved. So sometimes a pattern becomes extremely strong before it becomes obvious. So sometimes when maybe somebody around you is trying to enslave you according to, to their idea, uh, when they become very aware of this idea because their frustration or perhaps their suffering may be driving this idea, then at some point they may decide to say, well, let's just let it go. Let's, let's let go of that game because it's not leading me to happiness. But by constantly perpetuating that game, you can see how you constantly build someone's ego up. You are assisting them and therefore you are also assisting yourself because you're saying, I am the slave. I must play according to other people's egos. And then you are also caught in the same trap. So you don't have to be. If you wish to be, that's okay. But if you Find that you are suffering. Find out where you are enslaving yourself based on your own idea. Perhaps it's the idea of being spiritually nice. <laughs> Perhaps it's the idea of being uh, anything. Uh, perhaps it's the idea of being successful or the, perhaps it's the idea of being a martyr or being poor or being poverty stricken. Any idea can be constraining. Any idea. Just let go of the ideas. That's really my point. Let go of your ideas of what you should be and surrender into what you are. And what you are is breath. What you are is this. Just breathe. There's no idea in it. You don't have to be constrained by the ideas of the world and you don't have to be constrained by your own ideas. Just practice this. It's a very powerful practice. And it's so free. It'll bring a smile to your face because you start realizing, wow, I've been playing all of these games. I've been playing all of these games with myself to say that I should be something other than what I am. And that naturally leads to suffering every single time. Right? Because when you're saying that you should be something other than what you are, that is the opposite of embracing what is. Now many people start to say, well, geez, you know, I'm unsuccessful in this, or I'm not good at that, or uh, my relationships are a failure. Don't look at these situations in your life as a measuring device. You know, most people look at all this stuff and they say, oh, well, that means I must be wrong. What is isn't enough. No, your ability to accept it is the problem. It's that you are not accepting the experience of all that. You need to open your heart to it to allow the suffering and all the situations to be recycled. It's like throwing out a yo-yo. You throw out a yo-yo, <laughs> it comes back to you, right? But you throw out a yo-yo that has spikes on it, well, then those spikes come back and they bite you in the hand. And you're like, ow, why is my hand always hurting? 
is because suffering is being projected outwards. So you must reverse engineer your life. Allow it all to come back home. If you're not succeeding in the game of life, if you're not happy with it, that's a better term or a better way to put it, then let it all come back home. Just let it all come back to here. Just give up trying to micromanage things. Maybe you're not supposed to. The doorway to freedom is here though. It's still here. And you'll notice that the here-ness goes deeper than the things that are flowing over top of your identity or your emotional body or whatever term you want to come up with. There is a center in this storm, no matter what storm you're in. No matter what storm you're in, there's a center. And it is only found when you stop fighting the storm. Now, your heart may take you into the storm from time to time. My heart takes me into it perpetually. <laughs> I'm going into your storm right now. I'm actually trespassing in all of your storms constantly. <laughs> Why do I do this? It's because my heart takes me there. But I'm not stuck in it, you see. And you don't have to be either. So as we dance in each other's storms, just notice that if you start to suffer a bit, just take a break from it. Take a break from dancing in the storm so much. And you'll see a bunch of people in the storm. They're like, hey, you should be in my storm. <laughs> no, you should be in my storm. Everybody's just trying to drag you into their storm. Some people got monsoons. Some people have lightning storms. Some people have snow storms, wind storms. But your exit door is always the eye of the storm. It's, it's letting go, just, just let go. Just be here. Don't be enslaved by your own identity or your own need to be something specifically or the need of others for you to be something specifically. Reset back into who you are. That's where your value is. Embrace that value and perhaps some of the people will be there after you come outwards into the storm again. Or new people or new situations will be reborn because you're going to the center of creation itself. You're going back into the center inside yourself, that creation point, the grand emptiness, the, the Shiva point I talked about. It's like the, the womb the womb of the universe, where everything is born, where everything exists before thought. Return back to that. And then perhaps your heart will take you to new places and new adventures. <laughs> But you always remember to return back home. In your awareness, 
Every time you return back home, when you come outwards, your awareness will be much stronger. You will see the games of the ego and they will become much more obvious to you. So that way you don't become enslaved by them. It's kind of like when you go on vacation and you come back home and you're like, wow, I just don't like this place at all. <laughs> this place is all off, you know? I need my furniture moved around or I need to li live in a different neighborhood. I like the way those people in that other country were living much better. <laughs> so when you're in the womb of the universe, it's, there's, there's so much unconditional okayness there. And when you bring that back with you, you no longer feel the need to be enslaved because you're already okay. It actually becomes tiring even to be enslaved by your own ideas. <laughs> You're like, I can't live that anymore. Huh? It's okay, I don't, I don't need to. Right? So often people are taking action in their lives based on their suffering. They're not doing it from freedom. Action can take place from freedom, but the ego does not know this. The ego is always searching for something. And really what it's searching for is the source the source of where it came from. He wants to resettle back into that. So practice this. Practice being here. Just breathe. Let go of all thought. If you wish to chant a mantra, that's okay too. So for the patron supporters, I'm going to be doing a blessing now. And those of you that are tuning into this on YouTube, thanks a lot for watching. Take care for now. Those of you who are interested in taking a formal course on awakening, enlightenment, and healing and spirituality, my teacher, Aratima, she offers an online course, an official course called the Wisdom Live School. So make sure you check out her website if you are interested in taking some sort of formal training and it's at aratima.com.